Hey coaches, welcome to this week's episode of Endurance Coaching Business. I'm Cam Linksford from Training Tilt. We provide an all-in-one platform for everything a coach needs to create, grow and scale their endurance coaching business. Talking about that, we're talking about scale today. So a lot of the triathlon and running coaches that come to Training Tilt looking for a way that they can take their one-on-one coaching business that they've realized has a revenue ceiling as every services business does. I've talked about this a lot before. I'll link in some um, posts that I've written uh, about this. Um, But basically, uh, a services business, a coaching business, if you're doing one-on-one coaching, it takes so many hours to coach an individual athlete and there's only so many hours in a week so you can only coach so many athletes so when you calculate your charge per athlete by the number of athletes you can service before the quality starts to degrade that's how you figure out your revenue ceiling as a coaching business so to break through that revenue ceiling you need to start offering some products and services that are more scalable So we'll talk more uh, about that and how to do that. In this episode, we're talking about uh, five principles to think about um, when you're trying to scale your coaching business. So back to Training Talk, we offer all of the tools that you need to to create a scalable um, coaching business. So this is really the crux of our uh, software. So let's um, talk about these five uh, principles. So breaking away from the one-on-one coaching model is a challenge. Now, I never uh, recommend that you just replace one-on-one coaching with one-to-many coaching and don't do one-on-one coaching because two reasons, really. For one, one one-on-one coaching is what coaches love to do. Um, Athletes get real value out of of it. You can help athletes. You can really um, touch their lives in a really personal um, way. Um, plus, it proves it proves your ability as a coach that you know what you're talking about, that you've got skills. So if you just, as a coach, just trying to do this one-to-many only group coaching and you've never coached individuals, you're unlikely to have the credibility or probably even the skills to coach uh, people in a group. So, the sh- so this shift is more like a, a focus shift. So you still have some one-on-one coaching, but you focus to a one-to-many coaching. Coaching groups is one example of it, where you can really um, blast through that ceiling where you can coach um, many more athletes in a larger and larger coaching group without worrying about not being able to scale past a certain amount of um, revenue. So the principles we're going to talk about, so first we're going to talk about Continuous skill enhancement is probably the most important one. Strategic delegation. Community building. Using the right technology. uh, And then something more specific, which is group coaching programs. And basically the last one, doing things that you don't want to do. So let's head back to continuous skill enhancement. So... Scaling a coaching business is going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. Harder than most coaches think it's going to be when they come to us looking to do this from their one-on-one coaching business. So the first thing to 
realize that it's going to be hard. You're going to have to develop a bunch of new skills to do this right. So you're going to need the right combination of knowledge and skills to achieve it. So you need this deep understanding of coaching, which you should already have when you come to us. But you will also need to develop proficiency in, in business skills like marketing um, and particularly how to create and market scalable products. So we actually have like a mini course, which is a really good place to get started because it talks about these ideas in, a, um, uh, in an introductory way. So I'll link it in the show notes. So it's just basically a mini, a mini marketing course specifically catered to endurance coaches. So I'll put that in the show notes there. So if you haven't been through that course, basically we just deliver a series of emails every couple of days to your email um, inbox. So that, that'll get you started with that. So the second one is strategic delegation. So this is a real tricky one. It's easy to go too far or not far enough. So as your client base grows, you're going to have a bigger, larger groups of clients need to ensure that like you've got the resources to grow with it. So one effective way to do this is is with delegation or outsourcing. So the best way to start with this is figure out, okay, I'm going to identify the tasks that I could hand off to someone else. So I wrote a blog post recently about hiring a VA, like does your coaching business need a VA? And it walks you through how to go about listing out the tasks that could be um, that someone else could easily uh, do basically so you can focus more on the more important things in your business so these tasks could be things like responding to emails creating social media content like images you know editing videos or maybe even helping with scheduling um, you know working on your calendar etc so one of the biggest challenges for this, particularly for coaches, is the affordability of it. So especially during the growth phase where you, um, you've got a one-on-one coaching business, you're generating enough money to pay your own salary, but um, you, can't, you, you can't afford full-time staff. You can't afford to pay a full-time person. So there are other options available. So for example... The link that I mentioned before, hiring a virtual assistant, I talk through um, some tips around how to do that, where to look. Um, and then you can get these virtual assistants on uh, like an on-demand or as-needed basis. So you don't have to necessarily hire them full-time. And even if you did hire them full-time, much more affordable than a full-time. So normally you'd get a VA in a country um, where the exchange rate's favorable to you. They'll be earning good money, um, but it's affordable for you, so it's really a win-win situation. Um, but there are other, other options as well. So like the gig worker platforms. So two of those are Upwork and Fiverr, where you can basically go in and say, what do I tell the platform what you need doing? Some people can um, uh, pitch you for like a price, show you what they've done before, etc. And you can find some really awesome people on that platform from all over the the world on those platforms from all over the world at a relatively low cost so the whole idea of this is freeing up your time so you can focus on the coaching and other high priority tasks um, around getting your business more scalable so yeah so um, 
getting rid of these like lower impact tasks off your plate, this can really lead to higher client satisfaction, you know, because you can spend your time working with your clients, even even with a bigger group in a community or something like that, rather than running around trying to do all the things you normally need to do in your um, in your business. So that should help with growth as well. So link in the show notes to that post about whether or not you might need a VA and how to go about doing that. So number three, community building. So this is this is really important if you want to build a more scalable coaching business where you have big groups of, of athletes. So the advantage of having a big group of athletes is that they can start to form their own community. So, you know, when you move to this one-to-many model, you want to be able to build a sense of, to build trust and a sense of belonging, but also foster like peer learning and sharing. So learning in between, uh, learning between your clients, not not just between the coach and the client. So this helps strengthen the bond between athletes um, and also provides like a really good support system. So the community itself is the most important thing, but it's also good to have some tools that can help create this community. So at Training Talk, we have some social group features, but you can also use Facebook groups, uh, Discord, uh, Slack community. So these are all platforms that help you manage communities. But the tools are great, but ultimately it's the culture that you foster within the community that will make the biggest difference. So you can't just set up a community and then not have a plan to how to manage it, how to look after people, how to set the culture. So that's the most important thing. So, you know, you can do stuff without being proactive and creating group activities like team challenges or group workouts, social events online or offline to really strengthen that uh, community. So that's the most important um, thing. Um, And then the key point about this is, so uh, your coaching um, is why your customers will come to you, but often it's the community that's the reason that they'll stay and they'll stay for a long time. So providing a supportive community where athletes can learn from you um, and your your coaches, if you've got a team of coaches, but also from each other. So you can create that loyal following. um, So they'll not only benefit from your coaching, but also from the support and even inspiration of uh, other athletes in the community. So embracing the right tech. So, I mean, you could do all of this with a bunch of different platforms all cobbled together. But that takes a lot of time and it's a lot of expense. So the importance of technology, so you can't really underestimate how important it is to reach a a wider group of people, to service a wider group of people. So although platforms like Training Peaks um, are really good coaching platforms, they're really just for one-on-one coaching, and they don't quite measure up when it comes to scaling up a coaching business. And this isn't because the software isn't good, but it was just never designed to cater for the needs of coaches to aim to build a scalable coaching business. So that's where I'll give Training Tool to plug again. So unlike any other endurance coaching software on the market, we actually built Training Tool with scalability as the um 
driving force behind everything. So we feature self-service training plans and payments, group cohort coaching, and community features. So our main goal really is to provide coaches with all the necessary tools that they need to create, manage, grow, and scale their their coaching businesses without any of uh, the limits. Um, so in saying that, some of our coaches use both Training Tilt and Training Peaks in their coaching businesses. So they came to us, they already had a Training Peaks account. They continue to do that for their one-on-one coaching just for continuity and because Training Peaks is an awesome platform for one-on-one coaching. And then they use Training Tilt for their group coaching and their self-service training plans. Because they, um, But other coaches use it for both one-on-one coaching and, and their um, group coaching. But you just can't use a platform like Training Peaks if you want to scale to hundreds or thousands of um, clients um, and group coaching. Uh, it just it just doesn't just wasn't built um, for that. So the last one, <clears throat> sorry, not the last one. The number five is a, to adopt automated group coaching programs. So this is really the best way that we've seen um, our coaches um, really be able to build demand and generate good revenue um, in a scalable way. So when you're trying to do this, you're trying to reach and provide the best coaching experience to as many clients as possible. So you can't do that with one-on-one coaching because that model limits the number of um, athletes that you can coach. So automated Group coaching programs can solve this problem for you. And they're really crucial if you want to achieve like the optimal growth in a scalable coaching business. So they're more scalable than one-on-one coaching models because they allow coaches to train multiple athletes at once um, simultaneously um, without compromising too much um, with the coaching experience. Obviously, it's not one-on-one coaching, but people expect when they're going to move into a group coaching that the experience isn't going to be the same as one-on-one coaching, but it's more about the value of it. It brings, group coaching should bring, for the price, more value than the price of one-on-one coaching for what they're paying. So it should be a very good value product they can get a lot more out than they put in. And um, the advantage for coaches is once they reach a certain point of scale, every new athlete that comes on and pays has a very low cost to the coach. Whereas every one-on-one athlete a coach trains has a very high cost. So as you scale beyond each new group coaching Client costs less and less to service the more athletes that you get on on board because you have a set amount of fixed cost but not many variable costs that that grow as you get an extra client on board so yep so at training tool um we have like automated group coaching built into the platform. So you set up your your group coaching membership plans where you can take payments, you can create a group training plan or multiple group training plans. So 
and then bring people on in a cohort and they can choose between one or many group training plans and swap between them if they need to. So you might have like a beginner, immediate, intermediate and advanced training plan. People come on, sign up to your paid membership plans, which we take care of as well. Um, the payments are all built into it. So you can start promoting it. They can sign up and pay. They can get access to their group coaching program. They can uh, log into the platform and see resources that you've created for them. They can start communicating in the um, social groups. And you, as a coach, can start coaching and editing these group training plans in one place and it gets applied across all of the groups um, automatically. So there's no need to go to each individual client to make sure they've got the, the right training plan. It's all managed um, uh, and centrally uh, in one place. So that way you can really focus on your coaching and then growing your business, getting more and more people on board without um, additional uh, cost. Um, so I'll put in the show notes. I've got another post that I, uh, I wrote about, it's called Eight Reasons to Move from One-on-One -on -one to a group coaching uh, focus similar to the themes that I've talked about here but some more specific things to group coaching tools and how the group coaching works and training tool so the last one for the day is embrace the suck so doing doing things you don't want to do so for most coaches their job is their passion so they enjoy helping others achieve their goals, reach their full potential, all of that cool stuff that comes with being a coach. However, when it comes to scaling a coaching business, you'll inevitably face some challenges that are probably not a natural fit for you. So some of these challenges are as simple things like writing, writing a lot, um, being in front of a video camera, Delegation and outsourcing, learning marketing and sales. Sales is a big one. A lot of coaches are reluctant to sell. So our experience is that when coaches come in to try and scale their business they're, and they're inexperienced with this sort of thing, most of them believe that they can outsource things like marketing and then just hire an agency and the agency will take care of the marketing and do it for them. But in reality, that approach almost always fails. While it's true that outsourcing can be a useful strategy for freeing up time and focusing on core coaching activities, um, it's important to recognize that some tasks just require a personal touch or really a deep understanding of your coaching principles and your business. And that's just not possible to, come, to expect an agency to come in and do that um, for you. And the other mistake that coaches often make is they think that sales and marketing is like a temporary thing that you do in your business. So you go, oh, I, want, I want a scalable business. Let's do like a marketing campaign and then that'll kick it off and then we'll just grow from there. No. So marketing and sales is needs to be embedded in everything you do in your business every day for your business for as long as your business exists. There's no such thing as like a come in and one and done um, marketing campaign that's going to kick off your business and then you're going to keep control, uh, keep growing. That's just a myth and it's not possible. So, I mean, agencies will tell you that it's possible, but basically that's what they're selling. They're selling 
short-term or long-term um, services at a quite a high cost, um, but where marketing needs to be embedded deep into your um, business. So basically, coaches who want to scale their businesses, they need to learn to embrace the suck and do things they don't want to do. It's just inevitable. So this means investing time and energy into learning new skills, so writing and marketing, or simply, um, once you've learned the skills, forcing yourself to tackle these tasks that you, you don't like, that you find unpleasant. So, I mean, these challenges are not unique to coaching businesses, so this is unique to anyone who's got a business, any entrepreneur. They all face the same obstacles when scaling, um, scaling businesses. I experienced this exact same problem um, as well. Um, I'd prefer just to be uh, in front of my computer writing code rather than um, sales and marketing that, that is really uh, difficult. But what I have found that over the almost 10 years of running this business is that you start to be more comfortable with all these things that you were never comfortable with with before or extremely uncomfortable with um, before so it's all about um, doing the work um, doing it over and over again and sooner or later it'll become second nature but it's, it's um, essential and you just won't be able to scale your coaching business if you're not prepared to do these things that um, are uncomfortable so there you go Making the switch from one-on-one -on -one to a one-to-many coaching focus is not simple and it's not straightforward. It's a challenge and it demands planning, hard work, discomfort, and a lot of patience. But if you follow these principles and stay focused, then you'll definitely be able to successfully scale up your business and increase both your impact on people on people's lives, but also your income at the same time. So it's always win-win between the coach and the client is the way to go. So again, thanks for listening. And as I was saying, at Training Talk, we've got everything you need to create, build, grow, and scale your endurance coaching business. So head over to trainingtalk.com and sign up for a free trial. And I will talk to you again next week.